The universe is bigger than we can imagine. Look outward beyond the stars with six short stories from visionary best-selling authors. In these epic tales, an AI awakens to its purpose. A researcher sees a thousand new worlds for one more chance at love. And murder rocks the crew of an interstellar ship. With a sweeping sense of wonder, these short stories explore the galaxy and the horizons of humanity's potential. Authors include James S.A. Corey, Veronica Roth, Rebecca Roanhorse, Anne Leckie, Nettie Okorafor, and John Scalzi. Voyage Beyond the Stars with the Far Reaches Collection from Amazon Original Stories. Prime members read and listen for free. Learn more at Amazon.com slash Far Reaches. All right, welcome everybody. You are now listening to Friday's favorite movies. The new sidecast, folks. We're really excited about it. So yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to be taking turns picking movies to talk about. Um, and these are not necessarily going to be in the horror genre. So for all you people that listen to us for horror, this might be a little different for you. But what they are going to be is our favorite films. So you know, Andrew has a list together. I have a list together. It's funny because they are both very reminiscent of ourselves. Yes, there is definitely some on there that I am not looking forward to. Yeah, you know, same, same. <laughs> um, but I think it's going to be a fun ride, and I think it'll be an interesting little, um, an interesting little project yeah. to, to let people get a, a better, rounder sense of who we are. Yeah. So I went first this time around, mm-hmm. and um, just because of the day that we are recording, and it just happens to be one of my favorite movies, uh, we are going to be talking about Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. It's a, it's a humble little sweet story about a little camp and a little boy and a mama who is very interested in keeping her son safe. And these will be uh, spoiler reviews, just FYI. But if you haven't seen Friday the 13th, you should probably just... I, I don't know. I don't know what you should do. If you're, if you're listening to horror podcasts. Yeah. It I came know. out in 1980, people. I think, yeah, you, you, you get, I mean, come on. I was negative two years old. Mm-hmm. So you should have seen it by now. And um, I will say that for these special episodes, we want to give you more of these. So we're going to keep them pretty short. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to be nearly as long as a regular episode, but we're hoping that they will satiate your needs until we record our next episode. Yes, absolutely. So, so Andrew, do you want to take it away? This is your favorite sure. your favorite horror film, right? Am I correct? Uh, yeah, probably right okay. up there. Yeah. So why don't you tell us just a quick... Elevator elevator pitch, what is this movie about? So Friday the 13th is about a uh, Camp Crystal Lake, and it's being reopened by uh, Mr. Christie, and he has recruited a bunch of camp counselors to come up to the camp, camp, ugh, camp and um, he, they're going to fix it up, and then they're going to open it for business. What they don't know is that in 1957, a boy drowned there, and then in 1958, two people were murdered there. So it's kind of got, as uh, Crazy Ralph would put it, a death curse. Wow. Um, and, you know, things happen. People get dispatched one by one until we find out at the end the killer all along is the boy's mother back for revenge. Oh, my God. And she, she's pretty cray-cray. 
Yeah. She's like, kill, kill, kill. She's very, very cray. Um, and I, I have to say, one of my favorite parts of it is when... Well, have, um, you, you've seen this, have you seen this movie before this watch? Bef- bef- wait, what now? The one we just... Oh, yeah. It's been a long time, yeah. right? I mean, because it's, it's just old. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have a lot of other films to watch. Um, it's been a long time, but I mean, I think it's it's a classic in in the horror movie canon. There's yeah. there's no way around it, mm-hmm. and I, I think it also you know set the bar in a lot of ways for for what horror films would be, yeah. especially in, in you know in 1980 and beyond. Um, I mean, it's it set is, kind of a precedent for what the 80s were going to be like. Totally you know? agree, and and it, it it's also pretty it's pretty fucking horrific for yeah. 1982. Like you know, I was just about to say one of one of the best. My favorite part of the film is when you know. Ma loses her fucking head. Like Betsy that's, Palmer comes along, yeah, and like it's 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 kind of amazing. Now, some people complain that this movie is too slow. That's one of the popular complaints. Especially there's a there's about a two minute sequence where, hmm. um, what was her name? How Anne? long is that? Um, where Alice? It's only nine, it's like ninety minutes, mm-hmm. but where Alice is making instant coffee, and it's like a two minute segment, and people are like, "Why are you showing this whole thing?" Huh. And I I tend to argue the other half is that this is meant to build tension. Because because you think something's going to happen during sure. this, but it never does, and so it's kind of a, a genius moment, in my opinion. Yeah, I, well, that's that's a really good point, and, and it's an interesting way to look at it. But I mean, also too, I mean, like it's it was 1980. Yeah, like I mean, a lot of films. I mean, we're looking at this in like a modern context. Yeah. yeah, of course, a lot of films back then are going to seem slow to us now. Sure. I mean, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this later, but you know, we we just saw the new Purge last night, actually. And one of the things that I said about it afterward, I mean, this is a movie that is filled with action and kills and gunshots and you name it. And even after that, I, you know, my 2018 brain was like, God, that was actually kind of boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think anything, anything in context, out, or I should say anything out of context of your modern day brain it's going to seem a little slower. Yeah. There's no way around that. And um, we should say that this is directed by um, Sean S. Cunningham. Um, and then it was, can you go up a little bit? Sure. Thank you. And, uh, the writer was Victor Miller with Sean S. Cunningham. Um, the main cast is really Betsy Palmer, Adrian King, and then a very, very young Kevin Bacon. Yes. Um, there's some other people in this movie too, but, um, those are kind of the ones, uh, of relevance. How do you feel about Kevin Bacon? Have you always been attracted to him? No. I have I, been. I don't have an attraction to him. Something about him, I, I do. He's, Especially like 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 I think era. it's probably that he's shown you his penis in movies multiple times. That that could be it. But I, I've, <laughs> I've seen an awful lot of dick in my life, so I, that that hardly even does it for me anymore. But there's just something about Kevin Bacon that I just really find endearing. I, I don't I don't mind him as an actor. Yeah. I'm just not like attracted to. Him. Was this his first film? Yes. Okay. Um, and so, you know, things ensue. I mean, what's some of your other, fa- you know, some of my favorite parts, obviously the like last 30 minutes or so, or it's the chase scene between Alice and Betsy Palmer's sure. character. Um, that's pretty epic. And it ends with a swift chop of the head. Oh yeah. Um, which I don't know if you knew this, but there's a little goof in that part. Um, they didn't have Betsy Palmer anymore for that part. So when they filmed it, um, the hands that come up at yeah. the end and are like, oh, that's actually one of the FX guy's hands. No way. And now that we have it on Blu-ray, <laughs> you can you can clearly see that he has like hairy knuckles. So it's man hands. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one wow. of the things that this, um, being an older movie, it doesn't really benefit from um, having these, you know, ultra HD Blu-ray releases. Sure. Is that now that these um kills that we thought were so crazy awesome like yeah. the throat slit at the beginning yeah. um Kevin Bacon death 
the axe to the head, the arrow through the neck, they all kind of look a little cheesy now of because they do. you can see the prosthetics and stuff. But, you know, back in the day, this was like, oh, my God, this is awful. Oh, my God. But um, it was filmed in New Jersey. The camp is a real camp. Is it, is it still a camp It's today? still a camp. I believe it's a Boy Scout camp. Oh, my God. Um, and they did do... I don't know if they did already did this or they were going to do, but yeah. they were going to allow people to um, bid to, to stay a night at the camp and watch Friday the 13th there. Oh, my God. Which would be pretty awesome. Would you do that? Oh, my God. I would love to do that. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. And I know that um, a lot of people have tried to sneak on to the... Um, camp, but they immediately get turned away. Oh, and it, it has to be pretty tight yeah. security because that shit probably happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. You know, and I, I think another thing that I really like about the movie too is that I like camping. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's definitely got a great app. Like it's got that atmosphere. Yeah. And I mean, and how? I mean, we we we've gone camping, you know, a, a good deal together. And there's never been a time when I've. I mean, I, first of all, I love to camp, but. There's never been a time when I go camping that I don't have some like sense of dread. Yeah, that there's something outside of my tent. It's it's scary. You know, I mean, especially. Um, I, I mean, I don't go anywhere without a light and a fan. But yeah. it's you know when you don't have any lights on and there's no there's no light and you're out in the wilderness, it's kind of freaky. Yeah, you don't have any music on or anything. It's, right. just, it's just like you and nature. You like house. have to like rely on your actual thoughts rather than something entertaining. Sure, you. there's always yeah. some kind of fucking raccoon walking around I know. eating your goddamn popcorn or marshmallows. <laughs> we have a funny story about that. Yeah, but, yeah. We'll, 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 one day we'll, we'll share the video on our Facebook of the last time we went camping. Um, but you know those sounds get you, and and that's what I think is another one of the brilliant things about the movie is that it sets the the fear and the terror in a place where naturally most people are going to feel that. Yeah. So it's it's a really easy atmosphere to put yourself into and to feel like you're right there and like you're being scared. Yeah, and I, I love the music in this too. Um, and a lot of the uh, like, kill, kill, kill. Oh, it's great. Like there's, there's some great stuff in here that I don't even know how they got this like yeah. how did they even think of this this is not something you just like think of well it, it, it's another one of those classic sound moments from a classic right. horror film it's just like you know the exorcist has that little do 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 you know and then and you know right. friday the 13th has its sounds and halloween has its sounds. And nightmare on elm street nightmare and they all have like their iconic soundtrack right this one has this one yeah and everyone can pick it out as soon as you hear it you know that's Friday the 13th. I mean, and from our regular show, um, the opening our opening credits is right. the a song from number three. Yes. So and and sound effects from from um, from from Betsy. Yeah. 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 Um, so look what you did to him. <laughs> um, I mean, we are not going to talk this to death because everyone has already. Like every right. every podcast talks about this movie, yeah. but um, I think that there's some. There's, it's not a perfect movie by any means, no, no movie um, but it's one of my favorites just because I remember watching this when I was really young. It brings back memories. There are some nostalgia plays in there, but overall, I think it's just a great movie. It's yeah. it's it's a whole lot of fun. And how do you feel about the the rest of the series? Or how, what have you have you not seen it? Um, no, I've, I've seen it. I, I I haven't seen all of them. Um, I did most recently watch. Um, what was the one I most recently watched? I think I, you said the remake. The remake because I, I, I was texting you about it. I was not a fan of the remake. Oh, see, I, I don't mind the remake. It's all right. It's I mean, not it's not great. It's not bad. It's it was, kind of a it it's def- like a five out of ten. Yeah, it was definitely it was a five out of ten. Yeah, it's it's got a, a solid C minus. Yeah. in my brain. Um, you know, it's just I thought it was, 
you know, whereas like the original is in the eighties, it's not it's not making itself to be cheesy or anything else. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the remake was doing that either. But the remake definitely comes off to me as just a little cheese ball. And I don't know. Like that just wasn't what I was looking for, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Um uh some other parts of this that I think are noteworthy is um did you do you remember the snake part? What happens with the snake again? So they're in the they're cleaning the room and they come across a, like a snake. Yeah, yeah. So this was an unplanned moment. Huh. And on set so it's a real snake? It's a real snake. Oh, Jesus and they Christ. really kill it. Oh my god. Um it was a, I guess it was an on set moment that um I believe Victor Miller, who's the uh, yeah. one of the writers, uh, that he um it happened to him in his cabin. Oh, my God. And so he was like, oh, we should put that in the movie. And so they did. That's crazy. I'm like, that's just the kind of weird filmmaking that happened in the 80s that does not happen now. Yeah, this looked good. Let's pop it yeah, in Yeah, just there. put it in there. Why not? It sounds good. But yeah, I, I would say give note to the music, of course, the sound effects. The spe- I think the special effects are great for 1980. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, before we had high, de- high, high def and everything that um, that arrow through the throat for kevin yeah. bacon always freaked me out but there was always that part of me that was like wait a minute so you're telling me that they came into this room and did not see the guy on top of the top bunk dead and bloodied <laughs> like and they have a full-on like sex session nothing a little sex sesh and then it just so happens that that's when the blood starts to drip and that just happens to be when the guy from under the bed reaches out it's listen it's a horror movie you got to give it a little bit of you gotta suspend clearance. Your disbelief a little yeah, bit. yeah. I mean, everyone. I mean, if if you really if you really went by this movie by the books, then are you trying to tell me during the last thirty minutes when um, uh, when Alice is running around after uh, you know Betsy Palmer when she's running yeah. around with her that she that Betsy Palmer set up all the bodies to like come out at her as she's like yeah, running past no, them no, <laughs> she, she wasn't doing that no, uh, can you can you imagine like betsy palmer like up on a ladder like putting a dead body like up in the tree like no, oh no, this no. this is this will fall right when she walks past no, no. <laughs> betsy ross go, go sew your flag i'm looking at this i'm looking at this little synopsis right now of course we're you know we're always on imdb when we're doing these just to to make sure that we have all the the, the names down to the, of the actors and such and I'm looking at this one plot point where Bill, Alice, and Brenda play Strip Monopoly yep. in Alice's cabin. Remember playing strip games? I didn't do that. Like strip poker? You know, it's I was... not like any of us even knew how to play fucking poker. Like, I was always like a little bit of a pudgy kid. Yeah. So I didn't play naked games. See, I was a pudgy kid too. We've, we, we've discussed this yeah. about us. Um, I just made sure I didn't lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, you know, I wanted to see everyone else naked. You need to land on that Broadway. Yeah, you get that, that, and, then I, and then I did. Yeah. I don't, Park think, place. I, I don't think I ever played strip enough. I, don't, I think it's a game that's made up for this. Yeah, and it's really right. weird. It's really weird because they still have the money out. Yeah. So, like, what's what's the... How do you... What do you play this game? On? What do you yeah. play? Like, what is it? <laughs> um, and it's, it is really funny that... Um, that must have been, like, a boom time for Monopoly yeah, right now. Yeah. Right, right um, when they are playing that, um, Brenda and um, the other guy have, like, all almost all their clothes off, and Alice <laughs> has, like, no clothes off because she's, like, the good girl. But then... Does um, she have, like, stacks of money in front of yeah. her, too? <laughs> um, but it's funny, the... Like, the the rain blows in the window and um brenda's like oh oh shoot i left my cabin windows open so she just puts on a raincoat she doesn't put on any of her clothes again <laughs> you know what? why not fancy and free so go, she's, a, she's running around the woods 
Nope. Well, that's the thing. How many people were at the camp when um, they're there? Well, there's Mr. Christie. There's a funny guy. There's um, Kevin Bacon, Alice, Brenda, Marcy. So I believe there are six. So and then Annie, who gets killed on her way to the camp. Yeah, she's supposed to be there, but you know, this. <laughs> I just think it's funny because like um, nobody like thinks to like maybe go pick up Annie. Like, <laughs> like she has to get a hitchhiker out to the camp and like nobody can offer her a ride. Where the fuck is Annie? I don't know. And then they don't, don't, don't ever, have iPhones they yet. don't speak of her ever again. <laughs> like they're just like, well, she never showed up. They never wanted her there in the first place. I do love that death though. And I think it is one of the funniest when she jumps out of the moving via, jumps out of the moving uh, Jeep and does a somersault out of the oh Jeep. God. To go run away from what we don't know at the time is Betsy Palmer. And then they go running through the woods, and that's when she gets her throat slit. Oh, my God. And back in the day, this looked real, real. You know, I, you know we, we had, uh, listeners, you'll, you'll remember that we had the pleasure of speaking with Kevin Spiritus um, not that long ago. It really no. was just a couple of months ago. And, and we are looking to line up more of those. Oh, absolutely, so. for sure. And he he was a delight to speak with. He really was. And if you haven't listened to that yet, you can go back in your, your podcast queue and you can find that. Um, and, you know, I, I wonder, I can't remember if we asked him this or not, but I wonder what it was like for him to watch the movie for the first time. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You know? The things you think about asking after the fact. I know, right. And I wondered, too, like when they were getting ready for, for filming for, um, what, what part was that? Part seven. Part, part seven, part seven. I wonder when they were getting ready for part seven, if like they all got together and watched all the films together again and, and, probably not. and got into it. And probably not, but it's fun to think that they yeah. did, you know? That's actually one of my favorite, not that we're going to talk about seven, but one of my favorite parts about seven is that it has the epic um, prologue right before it, that it tells you all about all of the rest of the films oh, right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like, gets you ready for the sure. seventh movie. I kind of love that. And that's what this movie, all these movies kind of do that to a certain extent, but that one's like the most elaborate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, oh, I have a question for you. Yes, please. So you know the ultimate ending where she's in the because after you behead someone, you just get in a canoe and row, and row your boat. Of course, why not? So, um, you when have to relax. The it's, police it's a zen moment. When the police come, what happens? Do you remember? I don't. I don't remember right you now. Don't remember. I, it's, it's like it's, most it's, iconic it's been a while. thing. I'm going to make you watch these movies next time before we, we go through Well, them. I, I, I didn't have time to watch it right before this, but we certainly know enough to, to chat so we, about it. So we're, we're with Alice. She's in the middle of the lake. Um, she's just waking up from a, a, a nap. And Jason comes flying out of the water of and pulls her in. And we now know it's a dream. But do you can you recall the first time you watched this, if that part got you? that part i mean i would have been i would have been young yeah when i first watched it so i mean yeah because it scared the ever living shit out of me I mean, yeah without, i mean it's it's a fucking like zombie thing coming out of the water i mean to, that to was before you. that was kind of before the um what do you call it kind of like the modern jump scare yeah sure so like nobody saw that coming and it is my ultimate wish to be in that the theater. I, well, no, that I could forget this movie. Uh, so I could go back and watch it again for the first time and have that moment of getting scared like that again. Yeah. It'd be so awesome. That'd be fantastic. But um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we want to talk about. We talked about um, some of the funny stuff. 
talked about. Oh, are, are there any? Are there any oh, like like mistakes that you remember or bloopers that you? Well, there's the hand thing that I told you. Yeah. There's a couple parts where you can see the boom mic in the shot. Of course, like it's just it's old filmmaking and it's, pretend it's a raccoon tail. Yeah, and I think that their budget was something like five hundred fifty thousand. Like it was not anything. God, I mean, and it made it back, made like thirty nine million in the theater. Oh my god! Yeah, crazy. in nineteen eighty. In nineteen eighty. Jesus, what were the other movies out in nineteen eighty? Right then. Oh, don't ask me these kind of questions. I'm not. I'm not even sure. But that's. Um, I mean, that had to be like a, a complete runaway hit. Yeah, oh, totally. It, it spawned eleven more movies. Jesus, my God. Oops. Uh, um, but I will say, uh, there's the part where um, Mr. Christie goes um, to lunch. And then doesn't come back until dark. <laughs> like the longest lunch ever. Boy, I'll get in a beer. Yeah. That's probably what he's doing. Um, oh, well, interestingly, you know, we're looking at 1980 right now. Oh, The Shining. I mean, some other pretty big films. The Shining, Caddyshack. Caddyshack would have been absolutely huge that year. Also yeah. one of my favorite films. Uh, the Blue Lagoon, Airplane, Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Blues Brothers. Yeah. It's That's pretty a big. pretty big fucking year for movies. Yeah. Popeye came out. Humanoids from the Deep. The Elephant Man, <laughs> Rage, Raging Bull. Damn. Yeah, it's a good year. The 80s were a good decade for movies. They really were. And I'm not just saying that from a nostalgia point of view, because I realize that people sometimes are like, ooh, The Changeling. I love that the movie. Ch- I love The Changeling. It's a good one. Oh, we need to talk about that soon. Um, we can probably work that into the regular show. Oh, but, my um, goodness. That, that's a film that really did scare the fuck out of me the first time that I saw it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It still scares me. Um... But I think that's gonna... Uh, is there anything that you don't like about this movie? We should probably talk about that. I mean, no. I mean, it's it's a classic horror film from 1980. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're gonna talk about, like, mistakes and things that should be better or whatever, like, we'll be talking all fucking day. Yeah, you exactly. I, mean? like, I don't think that that's the point of it. I think it's, I think it's talking about, instead, the importance of the film in the canon of horror movies. It's talking about the precedent that it's set, like, yep. like, like, like you were talking about. And then also talking about, you know, just like, like you just mentioned, the, the box office hit that it turned out to be. Yeah. And, you know, how did that, you know, sort of turn horror films into a modern American, like, lightning bolts? Yeah. You know, that, that's, totally. a, that's a really important thing. And especially in a year with, with The Shining. I mean, this is, that's some big shit, man. And out of this, we get Jason Voorhees. Yes. An entire series of films that just keep on going. Yeah. And unfortunately. It's, it's pretty incredible. Unfortunately, it's probably over. Hmm. because um, Victor Miller, who's the original writer and the original conceptor, is in a battle with Sean S. Cunningham over the rights. Really? Because he signed a contract back in 1980 that said, here's what you're going to get. You're not going to receive any more royalties from anything that comes out of this. And there's some sort of rule that you have so many years to subpoena this, and that's what Victor Miller's doing. And he's saying, I want money from this. So anything shady shit. Anything Friday the 13th. I'm talking video game. I'm talking uh, mobile apps. I'm talking movies. Everything is halted. (laughs) Nothing can be made. Okay, let me... uh, You play the video game. I do. And I I played it once with you, and I thought it was a lot of fun. But let's talk just a little bit about the video game, because I think some folks out there probably haven't played it yet. I, I don't really play video games anymore, but the one time I played it, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, so it's a, I think, seven people to one type survival video game where you... Either play as a camp counselor, you play as Jason Voorhees, and you you play it on the internet, right? Like yeah, you play with you're playing people. with other people. They're in on your Xbox mi- or whatever. Right? They're in your microphone. They're in your ear. It's 
if you get the right group, it's great. If you don't, God help you. Um, <laughs> but you uh, run around and try to find pieces to fix a car or um, call the police. And all the time, Jason is stalking you and trying to kill you. It's, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I definitely got my money's worth from it yeah did, so, what, what format do you play it on i play it on xbox one and can you play it on like anything or is um, it just... you can play it on pc um uh, playstation and um xbox but not cross-platform so you can't play xbox to pc have you ever had any bad experiences playing the yes game? many tell many about, many many tell me about one of those um well you you know there's the slurs that you get oh, um of course what's what sort of slurs are they i think i, I think i think you know uh, and then there's the times that you know you'll get little kids on there Ooh, um yeah. there's the times that you'll get uh people playing their own music on there what? like raping your ears um and you just get like screamers and like people that are just trying to be assholes oh my god but if you find the right group, which I have found a lot of those groups, it's a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. The, the one time that I played it, I, I, I think I played Jason. Mm-hmm. And it was fun killing people. Yeah. You know, and that, it's that's... It's cathartic. What, what I just said right there is a soundbite that is going to preclude me from ever being in office. Because uh, they're, they're just going I to... I think you've um, already done enough. I have. But, you know, <laughs> if I ever run for office, they're just going to find that I enjoyed killing people. And they're just going to play it over and over again. So... All right. I think that will about do it. For our fun. first episode of Friday's Favorite Movies. So, folks, we've got a whole bunch of different movies coming your way eventually, uh, from this to that to God knows what. And it's I going to be a, a very eclectic mix. Next, uh, we will let Maddie choose a movie from his list. Sure. Uh, do you have a movie picked out, or are you going to still think about it? Uh, not yet. I mean, I, I put together my list. Yeah. Um, but which one I want to talk about, I'm not sure. Um, you know, the my my favorite film of all time, as you well know, is the film Moonstruck. Was Cher and Nicolas Cage, which I've never seen. Ugh, it's so wonderful. Um, so and it's also just it's fucking funny too. It's a lot of fun. I think I know almost every single word in the movie, and I've seen it countless. So times. I can't, I can't watch it with you in the room then. No, well, we can. I definitely, I definitely won't. I, I will make it a point to shut the fuck up. I won't say a word. All right, I promise. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, I think that we uh, want to just thank our listeners once again. Yes, of course, um, as always, that's that's why we do this, and um, we hope they're entertaining, and we hope you find some value in this part of our our programming. Um, and we uh, want to hear what you have to say. And please follow us on Twitter at Fragay thirteen. Uh, find us on Facebook. I, I believe we're trying to start Instagram, but we'll see how that we goes. We are. That's going to start soon. It's been a very stressful time at work. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, and also to you folks, you reviews always matter please leave us a review on uh, on whatever format you listen to whether that's on soundcloud or stitcher player um, itunes on facebook is especially helpful um unfortunately we've we've now and then run into run into some some anti-lgbt folks that just give us one star well that because, was on itunes uh, either way um just because they're assholes so um if you can leave us a good review um, and, and, and also an authentic review. We always really appreciate that. And it helps people get to know who we are and gets the word out there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, Maddie, for joining me on this. Of course. This. Happy Friday the 13th. All right. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, folks. Thank you.
Blue in the mirror, hypnotized and haunted. 